0: Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning into the We Are One podcast. This space, it's a collection of talks ranging anywhere from sermons from our ministry, creative thoughts, breakout sessions at things like We Are One Conference, as well as some inside scoops on leadership. We hope it helps you. If you want to keep up to date with everything We Are One, you can go to weareoneyouth.com or follow us on social at W-A-O-Youth. We hope you're blessed. Welcome to... The podcast,
1: pop pop, pop, pop pop podcast.
0: These guys are drinking G-force.
1: I got a bubbler. <laughs> Mine has three hundred milligrams of inspired caffeine. Inspired by
0: Tetris. U- U- inspired. Forty. Ow. It's a- inspired by the little hamsters. <laughs> There's nothing from the blocky movie. about this. Okay, so this is the pod. If you've never been here, just when we feel like it, we set up these mics and talk, and hopefully it helps some people. We'll see. But we have our good friend, Pastor Jonathan. I knew who he was William. Jonathan, William, Rush. And uh, we just had an incredible time when we were on conference. They should. It'll be in the description right now. They should go watch your message. Yeah. I'll chop off like half an hour because he decided to preach like nearly two hours.
1: Just joking. <laughs> no, we should chop off some of it. Abigail and I were already messaging about it. So. Hey,
0: I, I have a lot of sermons like an hour and a half. There's some of my best. I got one called, uh, what was it called? I don't know which one, one, one you about. What about the jellyfish? What's it called? Jellyfish Effect? The Jellyfish Effect. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half.
1: it's beautiful yeah it's not like porn and stuff like that my my the hardest part for me is before i'm uh preaching a sermon while i'm preparing Mm -hmm. i think i'm the least funny person ever i'm like i can't think of anything funny to say i just have all this theology and scripture it's all true and then when i get up there and i start preaching i'm like i am the funniest person (laughs) i have ever heard ever and and the most prideful i I guess i mean someone's got to think it no it it but it's not pride because it's like i'm watching it's like the whole i'm like watch it's like someone else is doing this i'm like how did i just go from and i I think it's you're saying the room is laughing you're saying your spiritual
0: gift is funniness i don't know i just know can we cut to the the live right now of um, him barely making it over those hurdles just to give him a little taste of what <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I have. You looked like a wet fish flopping around on dry land that's with those What hurdles. it
1: would look like if I was actually trying to run hurdles, probably. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyways, that's let's let's get to the topic. Well,
1: that was good. That, something that you're here.
0: Me. You're yep. here. Conference was awesome. Check out his clip. Also, I'll just say this kind of randomly because we're gonna talk about innovation and in the church speaking to culture. And your message was about let's run the culture, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he has this thing called Project w key at project w key yep. it, i actually wanted to ask this is the w for william
1: it's a double meaning it's or it's triple meaning w for win w for william and then w key is like a gaming expression that's when you like full send you go full aggressive
2: the old um, triple
1: because the w key on a keyboard if you play with mouse and keyboard no i don't um is like the forward but I'm an, I'm, I'm an ios gamer. so we're moving it forward huh? I don't know. okay cool so let's w key this thing how much did i, I do need, that right abigail needs a, i need like abigail to help me make like a w key expression video like just explaining the definition yeah we, we can, can, put can that in there. we can we'll bill you
0: let's talk about okay. let's talk about uh this whole idea okay well no we're talking about project w key project w key yep they should go watch it we'll put a it. divine
1: guide to the internet
0: yeah i saw that you write that yourself
1: <laughs> yeah cool i was so. praying about it i was like i was i was gonna be i was gonna call it a christian guide to the internet i'm like i just Obviously, I'm a Christian, but I'm like that feels like it doesn't invite conversation. Yeah, and a divine states that I am like talking about things from a godly perspective. But I think I've seen that it invites people who maybe aren't Christians that's to cool. hear about things about God.
0: Yeah, and you're kind of like going like around on the internet, seeing everything that's up, seeing that, what people are talking about. Yeah, giving perspective and explain it because we'll we'll,
1: yeah. we'll put it here in the description. But you always do it's like what hit or miss is what you call it so i have two form i have two forms of videos right now all both of which are under 10 minutes um and that's and then i chop them up into shorts on tiktok and youtube um hits and misses and then cultural commentary cultural commentary is kind of like what we're doing right now it's just discussing it and it's more just helping people think about like a subject there are some things however like a a song an artist a trend that i can more objectively say this is good or bad um and uh, that's when I do hits and misses. So I do five, I have five, like five points available. And I'll say, here's a hit. The whole, the whole exercise of that is that even as Christ followers, when something is bad, to still be able to like see, okay, well, this part about it's good.
0: Why are people drawn to it? Like that, that, that could yeah.
1: be a hit. Like people yeah. are drawn to yes. for this reason. Here's yeah. the effect it has on people. Yep, because I, I, I try to show people that, hey, the parts you like about this, It's not worth all the mess that you get from, from it. Here's other things, including Jesus that actually can give you that same feeling. Um, so my pastor, pastor Steven says that there are no bad needs, only bad ways to meet those needs. And basically he's saying that like all the needs we have, have a redemptive side and they have a sinful side. So like a classic one is like sexuality, like, yeah there's nothing wrong with having a sexual drive god gave it to us so the need isn't wrong and sometimes we demonize the need and then we get frustrated we get confused we shut people down it's more about directing the need and so he says in regards to sex he says sex is uh um like fire in that the same fire that burns down a forest is the same fire that lights and warms a home in a fireplace it's
2: like c.s lewis talking about that you there's no bad note on a piano only bad notes in harmony with other notes yeah or uh, you know at the basis at the root level everything is is goodness and badness is it just a privation or a degradation of yeah. what was originally good like existing yeah. is good but uh how you use it
1: is yeah. bad and in, in the i've had a passion to create content for a while but i've always talked myself out of it It feel, it's hard i mean you guys know this from i'd be curious to hear from your guys perspective from musically but it's hard for me to like promote it feels like i'm promoting myself so my journey with social media as much as i've loved it it's been hard to ever create an organized approach to it because it feels like i'm just promoting myself and at the end of the day i want to i want to make much of jesus yeah um but i I feel like through years of prayer and practice god's led me to this place where i'm like i finally feel like i have a a rubric to where i know it's from god yeah and and in the 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 story that brought me over the edge was my three-year-old asked me this this christmas to go to the movies which was like what the heck um why is she thinking that I'm like that's okay so i looked what kit what movies are there for kids in the theaters Bluey. And, I, and i saw a disney movie and i'm like oh shoot cool a, a, a disney kids movie and then i was like wait a second so i googled christian review on which this one movie. was it ah, some of the kids were telling me the lost one or
0: yeah, yeah yeah the newest one
1: yeah found land or whatever yeah so animated yes
0: yeah i almost showed that to my kids i looked it up
1: yeah so rough what website did you land on to see it
0: i always use imdb i go to the parents
1: imdb shows shows yeah yeah. there's a killer dude
2: it just says everything in there well
1: so from a christian perspective what i always land on is an old school christian resource that started on the radio called focus on the family oh yeah which shout out to them like they're still doing it. Solid. But when I landed there, and even IMDb, it's in text form. So IMDb is not saying it from a Christian perspective. Yeah, and, they just
2: say what's there. And, they don't say what is moral. Focus
1: on the family out. is like kind of on like an older website, and it's all text. And I really felt like, now I'm thankful that that resource exists. But what I realized is, especially Gen Z, they're not going to they go read a, seven paragraphs on why it's wrong. And so I was like, man, what if I can create a YouTube catalog to help guide people That's through. That's interesting. So my right now, I'm mostly focusing on trending things that are happening this week or this month to help build like the the audience and and all that because those topics are also like trending in the algorithm. But my long term goal is to also start to address like time. So I, I say full send conversations on trending and timeless topics. So I'd love to do things like vape, tobacco use, dating in high school. You know, like yeah. some uh, you know movie reviews. Um, I'd also like it. Why I like it not having my name on it is I can invite other people to do it someday. Like, I don't know that I always, you know, like, because it doesn't say John Rush, Project W Key, you could do a movie review, you know, one of my yeah. friends. So that's kind of like, it's kind of the overall vision right now.
0: Just look to uh, Parents Guide, IMDb. This movie says, golly, oh my gosh, butt, and stupid. So I can't show that to my kid.
1: Oh yeah. my goodness.
0: Yeah, because my... Wait, is that that's why, I, that's
1: why you didn't show it to him? No, no, no. Oh, no. I was like... <laughs> this is the movie yeah. Bolt. Oh, gotcha. <laughs>
0: No, my, my kids, though, like Zaza just walks around and goes,
1: oh, gosh. And it, I don't know. And I want to hear from the mouth of a little baby. It's just like. Yeah. Sounds yeah. rough. Sayla's starting to say, what the heck? Yeah. because of me. And I'm like. Oh. But it's also hilarious. Yeah. Don't do it. But it's really funny. Yeah. I'm going to laugh at you when you do it. <laughs> but don't do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I want to. I, I think in talking about like we haven't got to our topic. I just thought that was interesting. It could be helpful to some people Uh, as we, you know, at conferences and stuff, there'll be some other content that either has released it's already in this description or it will release leadership development stuff like that Mm -hmm. we were kind of talking about different terms things like that that I think we're always addressing trying to figure out how to address an ever-changing generation it feels like every day to some degree right so I think that space project W key is helpful I think though that's a bigger conversation the reason you're doing it is because of innovation it's because we have this ever-evolving culture that requires us to be able to take in what would you call it, a book, a truth, the truth, yeah, that never needs to evolve, that never needs to change. But around that, we're constantly needing to innovate and evolve and figure out how to position the word of God in a way that is going to be applicable for people. Yeah. today the idea of a youtube channel is very like duh everyone does it Yep. Yeah. but like 20 years ago yeah you know what i mean so well I,
1: everyone I think, does but you could argue if most churches do and if they well, do, which is, do which, they do it well. which is where we're going
0: yeah which is where we're going I, I think the difference between church and people and i want to even go back to something you said a little bit ago like yeah. the idea of like i just want to give like a practical tip maybe for uh, like a youth pastor or somebody listening like that you're like how do i market myself how I do this this is super random. This is just me. I know you guys aren't even the same, which is completely fine. I, if anybody like tags me, I actually partly feel bad. So in DMs, I like just like it and like love you so much, thanks. But I don't repost myself preaching. Yeah. Ever. I almost never. I and I, I don't ever either. And the, the reason I don't is I I do feel a little weird, like I'm. I mean, I'm very thankful that people are putting that out and people yeah. could could catch the gospel off that or whatever. This is just me. Now it's different. When it's something with the band, with music, and if I'm singing, I, I don't know, it's weird. I see it different. I, I promote it because I'm like, we, we want our music to get out there. But when it's me preaching, even though I know it's about Jesus, it feels like I'm promoting myself. Here's what I found, practically, is I don't ever post, and I don't have any problem with any pastor necessarily, any person that does, but I have set up, say, we are one, like our Instagram, YouTube, all, the, all these spaces, to be a space TikTok, where our messages can go forth and that's a space where the word of God can constantly go out and where even our faces can go out yeah. because it's about the larger entity of all the people and all the different yeah. elements that make up we are one not just me right. where when I'm from my personal account it's clearly me yeah. and I don't have a problem with someone does but I, I I just only said that because maybe if somebody's sitting there like I don't how do I what do I do how do I? that's just an option yeah. That's maybe one way of thinking about it. Now, and especially, you can collaborate mm-hmm. on so many different accounts and things like that. You could collaborate with your, uh, with your like, ministry account. There's like yeah. so many options. But I just think however we're going to approach it, the objective is we need fresh ideas. Yeah. We need innovation. Like we need, we need to constantly be thinking, what is the next thing that kind of pushes the envelope? We just finished, we were on conference 2023. Mm-hmm. Before we got to conference 2023, what were we already talking about? Twenty twenty-four. And I, I think it's that's that's more than vision. That's a bigger conversation. I think people always say, Oh, you have so, that's vision. No. We're innovating already. I also think it's just necessity too, because it's like
2: it once it kind of leaves once it's so big that you can't manage it within the time frame that you used to be able to manage mm-hmm. it to, that's a good thing. And so you realize the necessity. You know, when we first did, we were in conference, at the end of it, we were like, oh, let's you know, let's take a breath. Like take a breath. Six and months then, you know, we'll then we'll think about this. it. And then every year it's gotten, I don't want to say easier, but uh, it hasn't really gotten easier. It's just more of gotten like, okay, around this time we should be thinking about it, you know? And yep. it's like, because we're looking to the next thing so much earlier, partially out of a necessity, but that necessity is birthed out of us innovating. Yeah, and the innovation. I think pa- our pastor said it in, in a way. He was just saying so nonchalantly. He's like, "You make it so big that it actually, instead of you driving it, it begins to drive you." Momentum. Yeah,
0: the next best idea comes naturally, not because you're banging your head against the wall, but mm-hmm. because you've created this cycle. Now, you've created this momentum. You've created not even you as just a person anymore has to have the idea, but there's many yeah. people that are now like thinking about where are we going next. Not even, I, I don't think innovation is about going, what's the next best idea? Any great innovation is to, to help a need. Any great innovation is not because you just want to do something new. It's like Project Key. Let's just think about that as an example. It's like there's a need in people in this generation understanding like there's people that they're listening to, yeah. that they're letting influence their life and mentor them. That are not bringing them closer to Jesus. And although in some ways it's maybe helpful, yeah. in the long run for their eternity, it's not. I know that's that's some stuff that you've
1: approached. Well well, and I think that I think that there's been a lot of discussion over the years. I, I think that Sunday morning messages have gotten this this massive pressure to cover every topic and answer every question. And I think that even when you look at the early church in Acts, like they were in the temple courts in people's homes like daily. Like there was, Paul was sending yeah. letters. Like there's so many more avenues of teaching that we need and discussion that, you know, am I going to be able to lead a church through like, should you watch Andrew Tate on a Sunday? Yes. Could I include it? May, you know, yeah. I mean, but in terms no. of in, I mean, like, I in depth. And so I just think that, I think that topical, biblical, Topical, cultural, biblical teaching needs to uh, be on the rise in the next now, starting now, um, to support the Sunday morning messages because people are coming for answers. And, you know, one of the things that yeah. we said last time we were here a year ago, and I think that's it's become even more true, small groups are not enough. Small groups are not discipleship and not spiritual development to the full extent that someone needs. Small groups are community. But the church, the history of the church is a long history of raising up deacons and other lay pastors and other pastors or creating other atmospheres for a pastor um, to talk about topical issues, even in a more bullet pointed way. And, and, and I think we need, you know, you referenced it during your message or maybe during the leadership thing. We see it in Acts when the Hellenistic and the, the Hebrew um, widows were fighting and they raised up the deacons. The apostle said, "So that we can stay, all twelve of them, so that twelve of us can stay committed to the word." Think of how many sermons they were writing. Twelve apostles. So, I think that Project W Key is just like that. That is an expression I'm doing, but I think some churches need to bring back Sunday school. I think churches need to. That's what I was going to say. They, well, how yeah. like
0: how does this look practically? Like, what are some of the ways that either we're doing it, we've seen it done, or we could even just spark somebody to say, like, the big picture here, like. The need to innovate, let's fill in this gap first, right? Yeah. The need to innovate is blank. Like, Let's just make that clear because we're talking about it, and I feel like I heard it in there, but yeah. let's just in one sentence. The need. Why, why are we telling people right now there's a lack of innovation in the church? That's what we're saying. Yep. Overall, there's yep. a lack of innovation, which means I, I genuinely believe that means there's a lack of discipleship because that's what I want to talk about a little bit yep. is creative discipleship is what we're doing. Yep.
1: How do we keep people intrigued to talk about Jesus? Well, I think it, I think it's just my one sentence would be something like that you started with. It's like just translating our timeless, unchanging truth into an ever-changing culture and community. Okay,
0: because you kind of said that that makes it clear. Now, is there a way you would want to define it?
2: Uh, I would say that. Oh man, I don't, I don't know if I could be as concise as that. I mean, it's just the thing that that's you. It's the only way to maintain any sense of life to a certain extent like obviously like you jesus's life that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like any sort of vitality i guess would be the word it's like the the innovation is the vitality to yeah. it we we are humans and there is a there is entropy in every single uh mission we do like meaning that it will eventually break down like that's what i hate about hard drives we name all our hard drives after biblical characters um but in the end Every hard drive will crash. Yeah. And it's guaranteed. So what you do is you buy more hard drives so that you can transfer all your stuff over to that next hard drive before this one crashes. Then you get another hard drive, yeah. to transfer it all over. And so uh, then you get solid state and then it just all transfers over. There's everything is going to eventually degrade. This building's gonna be gone in a hundred years. And what might take its place is a bigger building. And hopefully, you know, our prayers is that it's even bigger, not smaller. And so everything is will break in down over Detroit. time. And so you have to innovate, and sometimes that innovation seems to look completely forward, and some of it looks completely backward. He just said Sunday school, right? Someone would be like, "Oh, that's backward." It's yeah. not backwards. It's it's depending on the need that your church needs. Yeah, I, I, need I want to, to get to that. The need. I want, I the want need is the key word
0: because I want to get to the whole forward backward conversation because I think that's a whole yeah, yeah, other yeah. conversation because yeah. I think when we talk innovation, everybody only means something new. Yes. But sometimes something new is something old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um so I want I want to I want to get there. I just continually felt the word fresh. And and fresh doesn't mean new. I can have the same clothes that after they're washed yeah. and clean and wrinkles out whatever. Yeah. What's that thing called that puts all like the steam on them? Steamer? Yep. Steamer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know her very well. But uh steamer, hardly know her. That's what he meant. Yeah, I yeah, got it. I decided to make it more subtle but okay. Yeah. Uh
0: same clothes old clothes mm-hmm. but fresh you know like and I, I think there's something about i would say it this way if you're a pastor a leader a parent listening if you in any way understand it's your responsibility to be raising up the next generation of followers of jesus christ it is 100 percent your responsibility to keep the gospel fresh yeah it is 100 percent your responsibility like you said to bring people back to a timeless truth mm-hmm. that doesn't feel old, crusty, saggy, ancient, wrinkly,
1: or, or just like not it. Like, Gray. It's, like it's like love. I'm trying to think of old. No, and I, I think that's part of it. Sometimes it can get broken down and old. And sometimes, it's like, think about love languages. We're all so different. If I try to love my wife through my love languages, it's the same love. Yeah. And she has no, de- no, uh, disagreeance with my love but the vehicle in which i describe it you know i'm like i'm like a acts of service and gifts person she's a qual, she's a quality time and acts of service thing so if i try to give her a gift mm-hmm. no matter how much i love it how much money i spent on it mm-hmm. or how much time i spent working on it it's going to be that's why i say
2: that's why i say my love language is gifts if it's over a hundred dollars like i don't think you know that's me, unless you spend that's at smart. least a hundred dollars on me
0: but I was gonna say this, I was gonna say this too. Speaking of love Let's language see. though. What do you do if your wife has all five of them? Bro.
1: What would you do
0: if you she walked, walked into the room?
1: I don't know. I don't know, dude. Is that your situation. I'm not married yet. You should yet. just pray for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say to go back to the thought, not helpful. That like uh <laughs> you also have to know what things to just not touch to a certain extent too. Yeah. Like I think what what i've seen people do is to be like we need to innovate so we're going to like we don't ever get rid of the word on on a wednesday like we're never going to get rid of that yeah like we're never going to get rid of the core essential things we'll innovate how we do it maybe like we'll add things that yeah that spice it up but i think what people do is they get in like this like oh i I need to innovate scrap it yeah you know boom do it and i think it's just subtlety it's like it's like, like I'm thinking of That's moments when we're just, Hey, you know, well, let's do something fresh for spring. What do we do? Well, afterwards, I know it sounds crazy, but let's just, you know, have some popsicles. Yeah. I know that sounds like dumb, but Hey, it's going to be fun and we'll hype it up. Like it's fun and it's exciting, but like we're going to preach the same word or how about this? We're going to just pour some extra time. And now before the message is going to be a guy who comes up and he paints a painting and it correlates into the message the message is there yeah. we're not getting rid of that the worship is there we're adding yeah. something that adds this freshness to it that spices it up it's like when you get like a really nice shirt and it's got that nice tag down here yeah. it's like such a subtle little touch but it adds like a yeah.
0: level to it you're yeah. like "Ooh, that's a nice I shirt. think I think subtlety is the word I really feel that strong because I think I've watched so many ministries that made huge course correcting changes in how you do youth ministry yeah and they've all come back Mm -hmm. they've all come back to how it i'm speaking overall to how it's always been done you know we just hanging out we hanging out with uh some influential leaders this week and think about the basics of what they do meet sunday wednesday whatever it is for youth ministry young adults whatever it is right it's like preach the word Mm -hmm. worship maybe some small groups whatever it is like so i think that is a key word for innovation it's it's not mega changes it's like it's subtle tweaks along the way that keep things fresh yeah and i think too when you're innovating it's not just asking should i innovate yes start there but then what is the purpose of the innovation are you innovating for a new reason like let's say popsicles dumb Example, but solid one because it's subtle. And it's simple. Is it for this big outreach? People gonna come for popsicles and inflatables, yeah, nation. Yeah. Or did we just want to like have some popsicles because the family of God's just gonna hang out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, it's a nice day out. Yeah. We're just gonna go outside. Yeah. It's super chill, and we're just gonna hang. And I think I I think knowing what you're innovating for. And knowing where to put your energy is important because sometimes we, we overwork to impress people that won't be impressed by what we're working on. Yeah. And sometimes we underwork in ways that we need to be a little more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So knowing what are we innov-
1: innovating towards? I, I think subtlety is a great, like a great handle. And I think one that goes well with that is utility. Is it help? Is it helpful? Like, and I think sometimes with the popsicle analogy, we, We, we mistake the vehicle for the vision. And so then like the vision of the gathering, Mm -hmm. you know, it's becomes about popsicles, you know? And then before we know it, we feel this pressure that youth, like youth group is about having fun. Church needs to be attractional instead, you know, like I, you know, not, I, I'm, I like this church, but I'm not super familiar with them. So I'm not saying that they're perfect at this. I just remember an an example of like Pastor Chris Hodges from Church of the Highlands just talking about how he's like, Hey. You know, he's this like southern guy like he's i he just he seems like a jolly fellow classical pianist jolly yeah. he goes he goes Amazing. i just think at church it should be fun and there should be chocolate chip cookies at church let's go but when you look at his church they don't really always promote a bunch of they don't they don't i've never seen them post about cookies yeah i think what he's saying is the core value is like hey the, if the people of god are gathering around the word they're gathering around these things let's add an accent to it that's subtle yeah, yeah, and it yeah. has a, a usefulness
0: and small groups are huge for them, right? I think they have that principle espn uh, i mm. just imagine that's what they are yeah. like implementing cookies espn what is it encouragement scripture prayer and next step yeah so but, the point is but they have, that is the essentials whatever yeah. small group yeah sunday gathering those yeah. are the essentials the the cookies are just like mm-hmm. a subtle yeah ut-
2: I, I mean it's just from conversations element. it's almost like we try and look at things like in a very pragmatic way we look at everything we do somewhat in a in a hierarchy. So it's like, we'll like just get really pragmatic. In the spring, hey, we're doing the spring lineup. Let's just add a little flavor, because we don't want to tax ourselves too much. Because yeah. we have our main encounters that we do. This is our these are where we're really gonna pour most of our time. But yeah. at the same time, how hard is it for us to go out and grab, you know, popsicles? Yeah, not that hard. But but that means we're also not gonna promote it hard. It's low. It's a low like a it's low intake from us it's gonna be low output but at the same time it also adds just a little flavor Yeah. uh literally and figuratively double entendre yep. and then we know where our energy is but at the same time every once in a while w- where can we just add just a little bit just a little bit just a yep. little bit it can bite you in the butt because you can maybe start adding too much yeah but if you have that spirit about you yeah then you're not worrying am i innovating am i innovating yep. no you you are yeah because even if you're just innovating slightly then then people what they do is they begin to expect yeah. innovation in a good way hey uh you know our pastor would always say there's always something new happening at gateway and that was just something or just say, said, you never know you, what you never know what expect. you're going to expect yeah. and people love that so you don't even have to promote then at that point we're having popsicles what you have to promote is come to wear one yeah there's deeper it's going to be amazing yeah and then they they're expecting something is going to happen yeah because you've already you've created a culture of innovation create a culture of just of just let's just add this let's do this little thing and eventually it just starts building it's a lot bigger
0: i I think the subtlety of what what, what we're talking about here right is if you look at a lot of churches i know we're three years out now from 2020 and the pandemic and all that stuff but i i would dare say all the churches that died did because they hadn't had a culture of innovation they didn't change before 2020 like yeah. we were i don't know if we said this yet in the because we're just like talking but the conversation before this at the very least was change or die yeah like at the like it's pretty simple it's yeah. i think I, what what is it it's like the, it's like the growth pattern of change whatever it is like you know that's like this like s curve right where you kind of come up and here's the point in which you're like you're growing yeah and right here is where a lot of people get and they're like this is a this is the top i can finally enjoy it so what everyone does is they go and they relax yeah but the problem is what you're supposed to actually do is bail change yeah. do something like you want a new system you want growth you want the ability to to keep fresh change mm-hmm. shock the system like if it ain't broke people say don't fix it no if it ain't broke fix it change on purpose just yeah why because you want to create a culture of change in your church where they're used to it and it doesn't feel it almost gets to a point it doesn't feel like change yeah it feels just like always being willing to be fresh and try new things and be adventurous and create that adventure in your church right so if you don't bail out and change you can't go up here and then people if they hang on they're gonna go like this what comes up must go down so what you do is at the top bail out i'll tell you this we i don't know for sure we're praying on it when we talk conference 2024, they like the vision for that. You're about to say
1: what you wouldn't tell me last night. At, no, I'm uh, not going to
0: say what it is yet. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm praying inside. He's the only person I've told. But it will be nothing like this year. You want to know why? We can't top this year if we wanted to. Yeah, We will never be able to do anything like this year ever again. So we have to do something so radically different. Yeah, we have to change. We have to completely throw the playbook out. Yeah, reinvent. Yeah, innovate. And I'll even tell you, uh, I'm just going to now go against everything we just said so far, and it's not going to be subtle at all.
1: Yeah. But, but you're—it's a—it's utility. Though I was going to, yeah, I was going to come back and make it work. So I walked make around. It work. You guys had your biggest year ever. I'm walking around. Kids are sitting in the hallways. There's not enough space. We've already packed out the auditorium. This—this this would be your five next year. Year five, a lot of these groups, hundreds of these kids have already come before. And while everything that I saw, probably my favorite, like this year's creative opener was like one of my favorite ones I've ever seen anywhere and and here. Thanks. But we did a similar flow as we did the year before. And so, but you're not just changing to be creative. It's because you're thinking, this is what leaders, leaders do not put themselves, this is what you guys do so well. Leaders do not put themselves in the shoes, in the seat of someone experiencing what they're creating. Yeah. You do that so well. You're not sitting there being like, I just, you know, it would just be fresh if we, no, 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 you're sitting there, you're like, and, and I'm just getting weirdly chemical in this. This kid will trigger less endorphins. He'll have a lower dopamine rush because it'll be the same and he'll yeah. be sweating in the hallway. Yeah, That's what you're saying. Well, it's like we had these cold
0: sparks, right? I wanted big fireball flames and we couldn't do it legally, but we had these cold sparks and they shot decently high. I don't know if they were 10, 15 feet, whatever it was. Like, well, put, what some people might do is I might go. Let's do 20 foot cold sparks next year, and that's that's I think these two words bringing them together to decide which one to use. Sometimes it is subtle changes, but sometimes it's strictly only about utility. And in this case, if we don't change it drastically, no cold sparks next year. Something completely different, not at all the vibe, not at all the look this year was very dark it was i would make the i would make the the argument that
2: it still isn't drat it still isn't changing though the core values of not the conference. core not the, so and let, that's, yeah i guess let me break it down i'm talking about but the but the appearance of it
0: we it seems it will, to be yeah. changing drastically and yeah let's let's say it that way on the inside we know we're making these tweaks mm-hmm. but on the outside everyone's going to be like this is completely new yeah because the colors are different The vibe is different. The tone is completely different. But the message and the mission is going to be exactly the same. Because, like, that's the core value. But I think next year, uh, I I would say this. If we do what I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. so uh, we should do a follow-up podcast to this when we officially, like, reveal it and talk about the thought process behind all of this, Mm -hmm. right? Because God, like, clearly gave us keep us dangerous. And I haven't felt anything this deep leading ministry like this vision of my life what where do you go from there yeah i'm at the top i'm at the i'm at the peak of vision right now where do you go the only place to go is it is down so you have to bail out do something completely different in order to grow to the next if you don't
1: bail out and this is where a lot of people get stuck change or die yes if you don't bail out you will fall out Mm -hmm. and i think that we have churches that we and this is even in scripture we worship the model not the message and and this is i just fear for churches that that have become so attractional that people are coming to church in the in the word in the worship like i just i've sat in meetings before um, not yeah in past ministry environments not not where i'm planted currently where people are literally gone we can't sing that song because uh people won't understand the lyrics and i'm like
0: matches yeah. struck on your eyelids or fire ignited. but i'm
1: just like no but it was like words like oh yeah they don't know what the blood of the lamb means i'm just like
0: what but, may but, the lamb re- why do you
1: think people are coming to church if yeah. not to be under- like that's wild to me and i think that we uh we, it's infantilizing
0: we it. to a certain extent. Yeah. Y'all got to stop using such big words in this podcast. So, okay.
1: So here's an idea. Ready for an innovative idea? You guys are killing me so here. Innovation. I have an innovation idea. Okay, okay. So for dangerous this year.
2: treating them like infants.
1: You guys spelled out D dangerous, right? Yeah. D. 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 D that. <laughs> I better not try. Yeah. Big <laughs> words, but not the so, letters. He, so imagine. Okay. So how cool would it be if whenever we're done with this vision, you guys give everyone like like a bracelet. With each word spelled out onto it. And yeah. when they walk around, you know, they hold the D and it reminds them of what that means. And they they pray a prayer. And they and you know, and then later in the day they, they might hold the A and they go, Man, it's helping me pray right now and focus on this. Well, like prayer like, like a prayer.
0: We've done it with other things, but now we have to do
2: it because you said it on the podcast. Yeah. No,
1: the point I'm actually trying to make on the pod. is the I just described a rosary. Dangerous name. Which the Catholics have now made an idol. Out of what was once a tool. Yes. And now there
0: was a utility at some
1: point. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And some denominations, depending on your religious background, you'd be freaked out if we were praying with beads. The problem is that the Catholic denomination made it like you can only pray this way. You can only, and 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 that is an extreme example of what a lot of evangelical churches are doing around things like technology. You know, electric guitars used to be in a, like they used to be the peak of innovation. Now I think they're the bottom of the barrel because because hey hey, hey. don't be hating no, on no, no, our no, no, no. guitars bro listen listen not because Jeez, of, you got two guitar players here just because you can't
0: play anything but spotify
1: not because of what, what they are that's
0: what, that's what ben said in the podcast
1: not because of what they are but because of how they're used
0: yes i understand
1: when people it's like it, more overdrive churches look like how a lot of their pastors dress i understand so yeah churches I, look like how a lot of their pastors dress yeah, so they motivation. go i need to be trending so i am going to like wear how jerry you, lorenzo essentials oh, yeah, yeah what
0: yeah. are these what kind of shoes are those you're these so are, you're so cool. Those are so innovative.
1: These are Yeezy boots. Shit. Yeezy season three.
0: Hey, Reeboks, You guys can get these on Amazon. Innovative, baby.
1: How many years have you had those?
0: I just keep buying the same pair of shoes over. and <laughs> over. <to almost>
1: innovation. <laughs> innovation. Yes right.
0: uh, hey, I, fresh. I said one. I said fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These they were shoes, just getting worn out. I got fresh these pair. Are, it reminds me of these shoes
2: are
1: almost ten years old. It reminds me of, it reminds of uh, when, we're, when we're talking it reminds of, most money? I of think
2: it's C.S. Docs, Lewis, he says in Mirkan Christianity, he talks about he's quoting someone in this when he says this place God is easy to please and hard to satisfy i feel like that needs to be somewhat of the of the way that we act in in ministry where it's like you see your kid takes i don't have a kid but like for you your kid takes the first step you're like so pleased you're like yeah i'm so proud of you like congr- that is amazing it's so great but in the end you're not satisfied with them taking one step yeah. because because are turn they turn 25 and they're still wanting you to be satisfied and yeah in the way that they were like uh wow i'm so pleased with where we're at and then and yet like what will satisfy is is more but that we said that that's what propels innovation where you're not so you're not so forward thinking that it's it stops you it's like that i can't i can't go and that thing comparison is terrible for that because what you're doing is you're You're comparing to the innovation that someone else has for their area for their area what they need is fresh and you're Mm -hmm. saying well then i'll just take their thing and i'll apply it to my thing because it's fresh for them even
1: though it might be yeah completely rotten for you yeah but i have so so my fear with like what so i one of the things we said to the leaders yesterday in the leader session um which i think we're going to post too right yeah it'll be like that is i just told them you're not obsessed enough you're not obsessed enough. Yes. You're just not obsessed. I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed. I've been obsessed with youth ministry since I got saved in 16. I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed. Yep. This is like not even just youth ministry. I'm just obsessed with church. I'm a church nerd. When I'm on vacation, I go to a church. Not every time, but even most of the time. If I'm near a great church, I won't go to some random church. When I'm near a great church,
0: I will go. At the very least, I have church in my home. Yeah. Size so I leads
1: worship. Z preaches. Yeah. We have church. I'm just obsessed. I learn. I study everything. Okay. So, so what, I would, what, I, what I said yesterday in a room full of leaders, because I was trying to be nice. Well, and I was trying to be thoughtful. Now that we don't have to look you in the face. I told them they need to be obsessed, but here's, here's the hard part with the journey you're describing to be innovative, because I do think that's real. I'm nervous that we have lowered the bar so much.
0: And we're not saying specifically with these people. We're just saying in no, general, we see this. Anyone.
1: We see this with anyone. I, I, I just like, you know, Seth Godin, he did a whole He did a whole, his first TED Talks is about the public school system. And he said that he was breaking down how the public school system is one of the, the flawed components is that teachers are not, most of them are not great like speakers, teachers. And he said with technology, what you could do is you could pipe in the best teachers on math who are the best at explaining it, whereas most teachers are good at working with their hands. I guess the tension I'm trying to bring up in all of this is I'm like some churches, some pastors, some people are trying to be creative and yes, every church needs to be creative and innovative, but some of them, I guess what I'm worrying, maybe this is a a negative way to end this episode or maybe just a speculative way. I'm just worried that the standards are too low and everyone thinks they can do this. And maybe that's some of what we're trying to teach people. Certain people aren't actually called to do it. I'm not saying they're not called to ministry, but they're not, they're not called to it. Like, in my mind i'm like is it actually good that we have this many churches that aren't don't have an overseer from somebody who has an apostolic gift that can help regulate innovation and creativity i just
0: get nervous essentially putting together a a team which should be a whole nother conversation or talk but yeah you're gonna need you fill the gap some yeah someone on the team that is highly concerned with translating a love for god and a love for people or I should say it this way, they love God and they love people and they're going to be hands-on, they're going to be there for people. The minute someone's hurting, they're going to be at hand, like praying for them, visiting, but you're going to need somebody at some point then that knows how to take that love and package it in a way that more people can get a hold of, like to the multitudes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say this. It's just like a, a quick illustration to give maybe somebody perspective out there to maybe just think bigger, uh, more subtle fresh would you say utilitarianlessly um so when we were going in to keep us dangerous this year god said preach the book of acts i i read and listened to acts like too many times 28 chapters you would think that's enough wednesdays to preach it all it's not it's not because you can't preach all of acts one in one sitting it's got too many pieces acts Acts two, Holy Spirit shows up and there's a whole, this, this whole backup, let's go to Acts nine, Acts nine, Saul of Tarsus converted to Paul. And then he goes on this weird journey to like Arabia and does all this stuff at some point. Then at the end of it, it's talking about Peter going with Dorcas and all this. Stuff. It's like, it ain't all one sermon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my point is this, I, I started with just a vision. Some in my heart, God said, preach the book of Acts. And that's where it all starts. It has to start at that innovation yeah, starts the point where God god speaks something into your spirit it kind of you get excited about it like what you just preached at conference like you were excited to run like inspiration literally is the it's the trigger it's the, the justice, catalyst yeah. for innovation and so i was like what do i do so we got talking i was like okay i, I know this sounds dumb but what if, what if we did some extensions some extra stuff off of the preaching book of acts extensions acts extensions right so it's We started doing those. We started just filming just like this. Extra teachings, releasing them. And they're doing well. Like people are wanting to watch them. We're posting at 6.30 Mm -hmm. on Monday morning. They get a sermon on Wednesday. And then Monday, they continue the learning, more content. This is creative discipleship. And then I was like, what if we then take all the essentials of the book of Acts, right? Prayer and worship. And what's some other stuff we're doing? We're doing like evangelism, Mm -hmm. like how to go out and share your faith. And there's a bunch of ones and we call them accents. And we teach them the essentials, the essentials that you see that the early church is doing and we break it down. So we've been doing like classroom type style. Then he's, then he's talking like, what if we take them deeper into really understand like some of the theology of the Bible? So what are we doing? We're talking about all of these different ways, creatively to disciple people mm-hmm. in an innovative manner where I only meet with them once a week on Wednesday. And We might have other opportunities on Sundays or things like that, but you can only cover so much ground. But something like Project W Key, something like our YouTube channel, where you're either you're watching this or you watch an extension or whatever it is, I think these are all opportunities. They're, these are innovative ways to do a timeless yep. task, and that's to share the gospel of Jesus.
1: Well, and I'll I'll, I'll close with with this because we got we've had a great episode, and I got to go to the airport. Take you to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, one this is just we should figure out a way as we close out dangerous to to make some kind of trivia bible study competition called the act's and like just like hey you have to come here there's a sheet you can't have your phone i actually like,
0: had that idea about i didn't think it's called it act
1: um it'd just be fun it'd be a, it'd be a cool way but what did i just describe I got a I just something we just we, we are called, bringing back bible quizzes. it's called jbq but junior but, bible but because yeah. it's fresh and there's a utility to it, yes. and because and it's that, specific in this case to us, right and it's specific. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a utility. It's and it's it's, be specific it's subtle to you. Um, last comment I'll make and just forward backward. I feel like we need to do a whole episode on that. I think what we're trying to say is stop thinking about new, stop thinking about next.
0: Yeah, we never got to that. Start
1: we'll, we focus that. focus on now. What do you need now, and then you'll execute it next because that's how things happen. And it might be new because it's it might be need to be fresh, Mm -hmm. but what all these social media content creators are doing, you know what they're doing? Mr. Beast, all these people with all the digital revenue, all this stuff. They're buying brick and mortar businesses. David Dobrik launches a pizza place. They're 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 making merch. They're uh, Mr. Beast opened Beast Burger. Like, what are video game content creators doing? They innovated Twitch. They innovated video games. They're making their own games. All of it, and it's a, it's like nothing. In some ways, there is nothing new under the sun. Meaning, I think churches are just looking for this, like, this. What's the next silver yeah. bullet? Yeah. And even in the area of social media, people want real stuff. It's why I think even like Bitcoin and NFTs have ultimately kind of fallen flat because nobody was, nobody's really asking for a new way of money. My money works fi- like I want more money, but I don't think any. Anybody- I was like, oh man, Apple. We have Apple Pay. Our money's digital anyways. I think mm-hmm. that is a great representation of an innovation that didn't have much of an application. Yep. Um, and I think that that's, that's, where, that's where it falls short. And I think churches need to make sure that they are built on the essentials. And I, I gave this analogy. It's, it's in our, the accentuals. The Accentals. Yeah. And I gave this, I think this is a good word for pastors. If someone walked into a gym, they would not be surprised to find workout equipment. If Someone walked into a restaurant, they would not be surprised to, to find food, If someone walks into school, they are not surprised when someone tries to educate them. So pastors, stop feeling like you need to add all these bells and whistles.
0: You already got them teach there. Teach
1: people. They're in the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if they Give don't. Give them the gospel. And, and like, I don't like the sentence. I don't like the statement. What you win them with is what you win them to. Because I think that's dumb because I can win someone through like me playing basketball with someone. It, it, God uses that. Yeah. But I think that what that statement is trying to say is that if they only become the what you draw them with, will set the expectation of their experience. Mm-hmm. And if you overemphasize the entertainment aspect of church, if you overemphasize the attractional element, if you overemphasize even when we do salvations, how easy it is if you just pray this prayer right now. When they get the real thing, it's not that they don't want it; it's that we misled them. And so I just think church is a good word is. I think the most innovative thing a church can do right now is just be really clear that we're here to preach the word of god make much of jesus we're here to gather and worship we're here to feed the poor take care of the widow yeah. do the things we've always well
0: done. and when they're there they're looking for something real anyway so 100 l- let them feel the presence of god like that will never get old yep. the presence yep. of god I- i've lived for jesus for 31 years it will never get Oh, let them encounter Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's good. Let's pray for someone listening right now that needs to receive that word. Do you want to pray? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thank you that, um, Holy Spirit, that you knew exactly who needed to be listening to this. Um, even if they skip to the very end, God, that you're, you're catching their attention right now. Mm-hmm. We thank you that this episode is going to show up on people's feeds um, that didn't even see it coming, that the algorithm is going to be used for the purposes of the kingdom of God right here, right now, um, and that churches and leaders, are going to be inspired. I thank you for the 13-year-old who's listening to this and didn't know why they kept listening after it was talking about leadership. And I, I ask that you would make it so clear, course, Holy too. Spirit, their call um, into ministry. Um, I, I thank you even, I, I, I feel like this is gonna make it, we ask that Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus that you would put this on the desk of, of, of believers who are in, in Silicon Valley and in high areas of technology and influence, and that, that, that it would capture their heart Um, that there are pastors who are thinking their language and are trying to utilize some of the tools that they are building. So we pray just a a blessing. And would you help churches change so that they don't die? In Jesus' name, amen.
2: amen. Amen.